Hey friend, I cannot wait to share a super impactful story with you on today's episode. A story that has allowed me to experience joy and a sense of stillness and peace and contentment. I do want to let you know, however, that this story is about the loss of a family member, and so it could be a trigger for trauma for you. If you feel that you are not in a place to listen to a story related to grief and loss, I highly encourage you to not listen to this episode right now. Maybe jump down to the show notes, look at some of the links for resources that I share. Please make sure that you are honoring your journey around grief and loss. If you want to reach out to me, please feel free to send me an email, jocelyn at customteachingsolutions.com. All right, my friend, we are going to jump into the intro. Hey, hey, welcome to the Culture Center Classroom Podcast, a space for educators looking to step into their power by creating a classroom environment and lessons that affirm, welcome, and celebrate all their students through instruction. I'm your host, Jocelyn Hubbard, an educator, teacher coach, wife, mother to five children, and your partner on this journey of creating Culture Center Classrooms. Let's jump into the episode. In episode 21 of season three, I shared that one lesson I have learned on this equity journey is that I have to find and center joy. I have to tap into this joy when the messy middle gets overwhelming. Today is one of those days. Today, the day I'm recording this episode, is July 25th, 2023. Now, I had planned to release a different episode, but I couldn't get myself to finish editing it. So instead... I decided to still my mind and search my heart and ask myself why. I landed on joy. Joy is not just about celebration and parties. Joy is about peace and rest and stillness. Joy is about honor and legacy. So the joy I seek today is in the sharing of a story with you. I really hope you will listen to the end of this story once you get there. I hope you will reach out to me via email or on Instagram or LinkedIn and share your thoughts, places of intersection, insights, all the things. Most times when I am on a discovery call listening to a school leader talk about goals for creating a welcoming and culturally inclusive school, the conversation leans in the direction of needing equity training for everyone. I smile, say yes, or nod my head in agreement, et cetera, et cetera, and then we develop a plan for support. The plan, however, does not start with equity. It never can. Creating equitable learning spaces requires not only that you see a person's unique gifts, talents, and circumstances, but it requires you evaluate your possible bias around those things in order to work past it and provide individual students what is needed for their success, not the things you think they should have or the ways that they should be successful or the ways that they should act. In order to truly see people completely and respect them enough to identify and honor their unique gifts, geniuses, circumstances, and definitions of success, the journey has to start with cultural competence. That means the journey has to start with you. In that part of the journey, we unearth the beautiful and broken pieces of your story your cultural identity markers. These are the things that impact who you are in your personal life and as an educator. So what is a cultural identity marker? You know, I love a good definition. 
But this requires me to share three definitions with you, so I will be brief. If you really want to dive in, come holla at your girl, though, because I can lead a workshop at your school and we can make sure that you have all of this covered. Culture, according to the Cambridge Dictionary, is the way of life, especially the general customs and beliefs of a particular group of people at a particular time. Identity, according to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, is the distinguishing character or personality of an individual. A marker, according to Oxford Languages Dictionary, is an object used to indicate a position, place, or root, a thing serving as a standard of comparison or as an indication of what may be expected. Putting all three of these together, we can gather that a cultural identity marker is something that impacts who you are and how you show up because it literally is the lens or the set of lenses through which you see and know and understand the world. It is your perspective point. It's not always a fixed perspective, but it is a point that provides perspective. Here is an example and also my story for today. Today is July 25th, 2023. Seven years ago today, I stood next to my sisters, Jonay and Olivia, my brother, Kenny, and my father, Clint, and watched my mother, Laura, take her last breath. This is a fixed point in my story. It is a part of my culture that can never be undone. It is a part of my identity that colors the way I see the world and the people in it. It affects everything for me. The moments that followed my mother's passing were impacted by other pieces of my cultural identity. I am a Protestant Christian raised Baptist, so we had a church funeral that was filled with music and laughter and stories. It was colorful because my mother always said she didn't want anyone wearing black at her funeral. And now this was definitely tough for some people because it was different and it was new, but it was what she wanted. I am a member of a large loving family and these people, they descended quickly so that we could all be a comfort to each other. I'm a member of a sorority and my sisters, <laughs> my sisters lifted me up. They helped with funeral arrangements and food and all these different things that ah, I am so thankful to this day. I'm a part of a village of friends turned family. The support that these people gave me for me was an indicator of God's love for me. It showed me that his love is tangible. It flows through the people in my village, and I am forever grateful for that. I am a mother and a wife. I think this was one of the toughest, but also the most inspiring, maybe, and motivating pieces of my cultural identity because these people saw me day in and day out. They saw me like no one else did. They saw the tears and the depression. They saw me when no one else was there. And this was tough because I wanted to show up and be my best for them. And so while it was tough because as a mom, I didn't really want my kids to see me so sad, they were also my greatest motivation for getting up getting the help that I needed to work through the depression and to discover effective ways to deal with grief and then to keep pushing forward. And now, as an educator, as a coach, a consultant, a professional development leader, when people tell me that differences don't matter and that everyone should be treated the same and, oh, let's not talk to kids about differences, I think about this, this fixed point in my story. I am different from others. 
Am I the only person who has lost a parent, a mother? No, of course not. But if you have not lost a mother, then you don't know. You cannot imagine, although you might try. And denying this piece of my identity, it's hurtful to me. I think about all the students who have a story, story that is filled with thrilling and challenging pieces and aspects, one that makes them different from the student sitting next to them. But their voice, their story, their perspective point is silenced. It is standardized. It is marginalized. Although my mother's passing was incredibly sad and still causes me pain to today, it is something that allows me to connect with others who are grieving or who have lost a parent. If I standardized this away, it would mean I have a mother because every child has a mother, like she's still alive today. It would mean that I am completely okay on graduation day or my birthday or at my brother's wedding or my sister's baby shower. I am okay on all the days that are supposed to be filled with nothing but celebration because my mother. Because of this lens, I am more sensitive to the reality of the range of emotions that can be felt when a person is grieving for any reason. It is in the sharing of the beautiful and broken, unique pieces of our story that we see a collective strength and unity. I am able to fill in this gap of understanding grief where you may not be able to. This, quote, strength of my perspective turns the gap into a gateway, an opportunity to be responsive and connect to a student. Ignoring unique circumstances makes us weak and divided. We feel isolated and alone. For me today, Joy was realizing that I needed to share this piece of my story with you. I love that I can remember my mother and honor her memory by sharing how she is still impacting me today. There are so many aspects of my cultural identity that impact who I am, and I would never want to deny or ignore them. And I would go out on a limb and say that I think you wouldn't want to ignore those pieces of your identity either. Race, religion, ethnicity. Yeah, things that we often think about, but also family dynamics, languages spoken, geographic location, level of education, physical, mental, emotional ability, socioeconomic status, sexual orientation, gender identification, trauma history, or joy history. All of these are aspects of your cultural identity. They impact who you are because they impact the experiences you have had or not had, the people you have met or not met, the places you have gone or not gone. They impact your perspective the lenses through which you view yourself and others and the world. Sit with that. Discover who you are. You are not exactly the same as the coworker sitting next to you at the staff meeting. I don't care if you are both white identifying women who are married and have two kids and a dog. The nuances of your story give you a unique point of connection that can allow a student to feel seen, heard, and valued. Sit with that. Sit with your cultural identity markers, your strengths and areas for growth, the places where you have tons of experience and perspective, and the places and the spaces where you do not. It is fascinating and worth sharing and having a conversation about. These pieces of your identity or a student's identity do not have to all be shared, but the freedom to. The knowledge that their story, your story, is not being standardized or rationalized away. The possibility that an educator would truly ask the questions and not just assume. It is a powerful thing. It is a step toward equitable outcomes for all. 
I want to thank you for listening until the end of my story on this final episode of season three. I do not take for granted you allowing me to partner with you on this journey. Now, in true coach fashion, I am going to offer you an end of the season challengement. This is an action task to encourage, inspire, and motivate you to keep pushing on this journey. What I would like for you to do is to think about your cultural identity markers and how they impact you personally and professionally. To help walk you through this, I created a pre-recorded mini workshop and journal guide called Cultural Reflection Workshop and Journal. This way you can go through it at your leisure as well as watch it multiple times. You can grab both the workshop and the journal or just the journal over on my website. Go to customteachingsolutions.com forward slash cultural reflection. I'll make sure I add this link to the show notes. I am so excited for your equity journey that is rooted in cultural competency. I am also excited for next season because I will be chatting with some amazing guests, authors like Dr. Goldie Muhammad, Lanisha Tab and Naomi O'Brien, Dr. Deanna Smith, Dr. Taryn Fletcher. Oh my goodness, this is going to be really incredible. So make sure that you stay tuned for the first episode of season four, which will drop on Wednesday, August 15th. Until then, go back and catch up on episodes from seasons one, two, and three that you might have missed. And don't forget to head over to customteachingsolutions.com forward slash cultural reflection to grab your copy of the Cultural Reflection Workshop and Journal so you can jumpstart your journey as the back to school season quickly approaches. As always, remember to seek joy, affirm culture, center equity, and strive for liberation through learning every single day. I want to thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Please share this podcast with a friend, then go rate this podcast on your favorite streaming platform, Apple, Google, Spotify, all the places so that other educators know that this is the podcast for them. 